With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Fentanyl. It could be hiding anywhere, including in your house, including in your medicine cabinet, or maybe at a friend's house where you're hanging out, playing games, and you get offered a pill. Don't take chances. If a drug didn't come from a pharmacy directly to you, you can find fentanyl by using a simple strip you can pick up at your local pharmacy. Don't take it until you test it because fentanyl can be hiding anywhere. Brought to you by the Georgia Department of Behavioral Health and Mental Disabilities. And welcome to the Jason E. Jones and Chris Allen and Here We Are podcast. All right. Are you good? Yeah, I'm good. That's the new intro. I'm, I'm saving that. That's playing it all up. Oh, it's, the, it's the dawn of a new era. <laughs> all right. Um, so it's the and here we are podcast with Chris Allen and Jason E. Jones. And Jason wanted to do something we haven't done before. He wanted to talk about a awesome movie um from 1984 um called red dawn now when we said red dawn we are talking about the 1984 red dawn we are talking about the good red dawn we're not talking about this new crap version we're talking about patrick swayze charlie sheen thomas howe leah thompson jennifer gray red dawn not I don't even know who played in the new one, but they're not nearly as good as any of those people. And yes, Charlie Sheen was probably high on cocaine for this entire movie. Just saying. Charlie Sheen. Yeah, probably. All right. And you actually, we both love this movie. Absolutely. Um, There's some plot holes, but this movie is great. What did you. All right. Before we get to this part, one of five. Five. A five. See, I'm more of a four ninja stars for this movie, but we'll, I could see a five. All right. So what did you love most about the movie Red Dawn? I love that. Yes. I mean, there's issues with it that you can tell it's from 1984. That probably didn't spend a ton of money on it, but that was how wonderful it was. And actually, they probably they might have spent a little bit more than what what I what I guess initially would have thought, because you had all those airplanes and you had tanks and you had all kinds of stuff. So maybe they did spend a little bit of money, but not on the level I'm sure of, of what today. Well, uh, we're going back to 1984. You're talking about all those those uh, airplanes and everything. They all actually had to be there. This movie was all practical effects. There was no, this was before the digital era. So this movie at the time probably cost a pretty penny. It, 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 it I'm going to say it probably cost a lot. So when you talk about the movie, I'm going to look it up. I'm going to tell you what it cost to make. 17 million. Seven and in 1984, that is a very expensive movie. And it box office though, 38 million. 
So it was a win. So big time. I mean, there you go. So all what the- do I lo- love about the movie? I love the fact that at the time we were in a cold war with Russia. And also it kind of used the whole uh, access of evil kind of thing, putting Cuba, Cuba with Russia and probably somebody else. I think that's the only ones that we really saw was Cuba and Russia, but putting the USSR at that time connected with Cuba, communist governments. I love the fact that it's just one of those movies I can watch over and over and over where in fact, after this, I may watch it again. I mean, and, and it's always a fun watch. My my issue with the movie is, all right. So the the the, the movie came out in the eighties. It, they're playing on the Russia fear because that's like you said, hide the Cold War. Um, it's not too long after the Cuban Missile Crisis. Everybody's so scared of communism, um, and yet everybody's so scared of communism. In the movie yet they in this in this movie one of the premises one of the reasons this invasion from Russia can even happen is NATO's been disbanded. And then mm-hmm. I just, to me, that's that's too more of a stretch. Like, really, you're gonna do, Russia's this powerful, but we're going to disband the one thing fighting. Well, it's a movie. It's not a biography. It's a movie. No, but you know what? Which is bad, because I can believe in some movies that people can fly, but I can't, in my brain, because can't process, no, NATO doesn't exist in this. What? No, no. I'd, I'd been more realistic, like, if Russia started by bombing the NATO building so there was a lack of communication, then did it. Well, what they're trying to show you is they're setting it up in a small town. I guess it was eastern Colorado. Yes. They're setting it up in a small town. You you get to know the characters. By the way, I'm not Siskel or Ebert, but I'm just somebody that's just speaking how I think about things, and I hope it comes out right, but... They're setting up the characters. You, 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 you go on a ride basically with the, with the two brothers and the father is incarcerated. I don't think I'm giving the movie away because most everybody's seen this movie. Okay, just for the we'll say there's gonna be spoilers, but at the same time, this movie came out in 1984. So if you haven't seen yeah. it by now, probably <laughs> just let's let's you just probably ain't gonna see it okay. if you ain't seen it by now. Uh, but yeah, their father gets. I hate saying incarcerated. He gets imprisoned by by the Russians, and well, how about this? He gets imprisoned by the communists. Well, in, in not just in prison, but they they send him like a re-education camp so he can learn to be a good commie. Yeah, kind of. I guess I was just thinking they kind of set it up like a uh, in in town prison outside where you're in the elements. Uh, obviously, they're up in the mountains. So it's going to be cold, but the the point about it is that in it in its simplicity, that's what I loved about it. It was it was a story about two brothers again, and the beginning of it talks about how uh, Patrick Swayze's getting on his brother Charlie Sheen about losing a football game, and he. He's like, oh, I, you lost the game here too, and you kind of you get a feel for small town Americana right there. It kind of gives you an idea of, okay, you're in a small town. You're talking about they're just going through their regular lives. He's about to he's dropping his brother and his friend off for school. I think his friend was with him. I can't remember every detail. I remember quite a bit, 
but you see that they're that he was a high school star or whatever. He drops him off. They're in class. And then out of nowhere, uh, the parachutes start coming in and the equipment starts dropping down and all this stuff. And they kill the, the teacher. And, and it's just, it's one of those things where in those days, and even today you could relate with just out of nowhere, you get it, you get a parachutes flying in and it just, it, it takes you now, it, you start this ride of they're running away from the communists. They're, 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 they're up in the mountains and they're trying to figure out how to survive. And yeah. So go ahead. Oh, no, and, 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 this is it's not just running out to survive like they go out in the woods they 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 turn themselves into a militia group and they they fight back and they're so effective that like the the russians start hurting civilians every time they have a successful mission mm-hmm. um they call themselves i think it's uh oh they name the, the high school the wolverines that's it the high school mascot um and they they fight and they're even uh I think by the end of the movie, if I'm remembering, you can tell me if I'm wrong, but don't almost all of them die one way or the other? Like, either yeah, kill yeah. them? Well, I don't want to get, let's not get there that, let's not get, because that's the end of the movie. Uh, let's talk more about, if we could, how their struggle to survive. And again, that's, you hit it right on the head. I didn't say it the right way. A militia group. They turn into militia. And one of the, one of the students, his dad is the mayor of the town, which is interesting. The actor is from Memphis, Tennessee. He's no longer with us, but he's from Memphis, Tennessee. That started. That was one of the not stars, but co-starred in the movie, or was a supporting role more like he he he, he played a great role, but he was a supporting role. And the the son of the mayor goes in without them knowing about it and they put a bug in him to track him and they end up having to kill him and it just shows you right there the lengths that you'll go to to make sure that you stay alive yeah and i mean Uh, that was like their friend and they pretty much had to execute him yeah and it it for me at the time I think I was probably about eight when, when I first saw it, but when it first came out, I was about six and I saw it probably when I was like eight or nine, probably not the thing you wanted to watch, but back in those days, you kind of just, we, we want to act like we used to watch wholesome TV, but that's I, not the case. I, I watched basic instinct <laughs> when it came out. I think I was 10. Yeah. Oh but, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I was, I was, you're what? 42, 41. Oh, excuse me. All right. Don't, so, don't, don't be throwing extra years in there. I already feel bad enough I was, about the 41. I was 33. I, excuse me, 33. I was 33 when it came out. I was 13 when it came out. 12 or 13. Yeah. No, I was more 13 when it came out. But anyway, but yeah, it's just, uh, it, it's, I'm a very patriotic person, as you know. And, I just I love I love the story of a militia fighting back on on the 
on the other side of the enemy lines and just everything. It was just awesome. Yeah, this movie shows, in my mind, what a militia is supposed to be. Like, they 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 go and they're fighting a foreign enemy that's landed in American soil, which, in my mind, was when the militia was added into the 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 constitution this is what they had in mind initially uh because of evasions from from britain um my question is nowadays if this was to happen right russia got planes over dropped dropped people in would the modern day students not the already trained militias, because we have we have that now. I know they would fight for us. Um, that's why I don't think Russia would ever try. Uh. I'm Sierra Bravo, and I'm the narrator of a brand new, first of its kind, sitcom podcast called Popcorn for Dinner. This show has everything a sitcom should. Relatable problems, wacky characters, and even a will-they-won't-they. They. It's comfort listening at its finest. And there's even a laugh track. But don't worry, you get used to it. Popcorn for Dinner. A brand new sitcom available wherever you get your podcasts. Do you think a group of high school students now, growing up in the society we have now, that may none of them have ever even seen a gun, be able to survive in the woods long enough to pull this off? No, no, absolutely not. Not not if they not if they haven't seen a gun and they have no idea. First of all, Unfortunately, and we talked about this a little bit earlier on the talking about the history of humanity and the future and AI and all that stuff and EMPs and all that, those things. Yeah. If they've never, if they've never even been out in the woods, hardly at all, or other than camping, barely camping, and they don't know how any, any survival tactics, they don't understand any of that stuff. Yeah, they're 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 not they're gonna give themselves up as long as they can have a cell phone and their video games. What if Russia landed in Texas? Again, there's parts all over. I've lived in Texas. Uh, there's parts all over Texas or places of people that that are maybe from Texas, but they. They don't live the Texas lifestyle. They're just living in the state of Texas. And I I understand that point. But my thing is, I think there's enough people in Texas living that lifestyle that the the Russians wouldn't make it. Oh, I'm I'm just talking about, though, if it was a group of, of people. And then you have to think, too, is where are their mountains at in Texas? Southwest down by El Paso, basically. That's the only place I can think of. And they're not even, they're more like mesas, I guess you could say. But the, uh, yeah, if, if it was in Texas and this happened and they, they still had to defend themselves, the problem with Texas, again, is you don't have those higher elevations to where you can go up in the mountains. You're in, you're in the plains, which actually could work out to your – no, never mind. No, it really couldn't. You need to be up in the mountains. You need to be up in the mountains because in the plains, you can have flyovers and everything. They can see where you are. You can see smoke coming off uh, in the – on, on, a, on a flat surface so no I, I yeah it couldn't it couldn't be done as easily in texas but i almost joined a militia honestly when i was in midland texas uh 
and I got out of it because it just seemed a little, little radical to me. So yeah, that, that, that's that's a problem with the militias now. Is a lot of them are a little. It's not they've gone too far, but that's not what the, the movie's about. The movie's about high school students mm-hmm. making a massive difference and helping save America. Yeah, I mean, I think that's it. I think, I think that's one of the. That's what makes it. But again, you have to have characters in a movie like that that you can relate with and talk to and get talked to. But you're almost talking to them because you're listening to their conversations. You're following along with them. You've got you've got two pretty good characters. They they don't develop them other than the father deal. Maybe I know a little more about movies than I think I do. But they don't develop they don't develop the characters maybe as well as they probably could have. But again, I think they want you to know just enough about the characters to be able to understand that, that they're, they're fighting and their father was incarcerated, taken as prisoner and, and they're, they're, they're with a group of bandits, which are a militia called the Wolverines. And that's what makes it, it makes it special. I mean, uh, digging out, digging out uh, booby traps to where they run by and they shoot them with AK-47s. I mean, all that kind of stuff. It was just, it was a really, that's why a movie like that is still popular because it was so good. It was just good. It was a good made movie. You know, there's obviously flaws in it here and there, but overall it was a really good simple movie oh no it, it was a good movie um my brain latches on the flaws and plot holes i do the same movie with the other movies i love um but they make the difference um and i think honestly every high school student should watch this movie just like look this is what a high school student can do like you don't have to be famous on tiktok you can actually do something uh and, and i think have a little more pride in, in yourself. I think it might help. this movie to me would build the confidence of a teenager. Like this is what you can do. You can fight Russia and win just like the Ukraine. Like you can do it. You can win. And this movie, when I watched it, um, I watched it a little bit later than you did. Made me, when I, I actually think I was just starting in high school when I finally did watch this movie. Like, I'm like, yeah, like we, I can, this is what they can do. I can do that. I mean, it turns out I couldn't because I wouldn't survive in the forest, but it gave me a boost in confidence just in everything in my life after that. Like, yeah. this is what ordinary people could do. Because one of the things about this movie I did like a lot was, even though there was an over-the-top theme for the movie, Russian paratrooping and soldiers was a bit of an overreach, made for a good movie, but uh, was there wasn't any crazy over-the-top action that was unrealistic. Like shooting a million bullets out of a gun or or nobody can hit anything nobody ever gets hit you know on the good side it's always perfect shooting the you know it's not like you're they weren't fighting starship not starship troopers what was it oh stormtroopers who can't hit anything like they were getting shot yeah. they were getting injured yeah. it was yeah it they was, were they got killed yeah it was it was realistic like they sacrificed and and and, and mid forward so like there was consequences, but in the end, they made a giant difference and and helped win the whole war. Which what's in inter- I was gonna 
I was going to say real quick, though, what's interesting is the two characters that really didn't get very in-depth was um, Leah Thompson from Back to the Future and then some other actor. I've, I've never even heard of him again. But they they were the only ones to make it out alive. And they did the whole, they wrote on a rock the his, the story and everything like that. Yeah. And, so, um, let's see. I actually have the statement that was on the plaque that reads, in the early days of World War III, guerrillas, mostly children, placed the names of their lost upon this rock. They fought here alone and gave up their lives that this nation shall not perish from the earth. Yeah, it's just, and then to, he, then to hear the music, dun, I mean, dun, just, just reading that without dun. the music, it gives you chills. Like, well, it, it does, but what I'm saying, that gives you even more chills when you listen to, listen to the music. I mean, it just puts it all together. It was just, can you believe that I, I mean, I'm sure you can believe a lot of things. IMDB gave this a 6.3. You can't go by IMDb with older movies. You just True. can't. Because the people who rate on IMDb are generally a younger generation who didn't watch it, didn't understand it, or they judged it by the special effects at the time. And it's just not. It's, it, the special effects were as good as they were for the time. That's just how they were. That's how everything looked. Uh, I, I saw it was a, a review that was tearing apart Lethal Weapon. For the lack of uh, special effects, the bullet scenes oh. being unreal. I'm like, do you realize when that movie came out? <laughs> like, oh, here you go. Hold on. Here we go. Listen. Wow, that had like that had patent to it, and the Wild Wild West. That is just incredible. That is, and it's good. It's good stuff. It's uh, really good stuff. I mean, everybody should go watch this movie. Um, keep in mind when it came out, when you watch it, don't be too harsh on it for the special effects. Again, I give it four out of five Ninja Stars. You give it a five out of five uh, American Flags. That's it. You get five out of five American flags. How about that? Woo! Uh, and, again, good movie. Um, I mean, and you just look at the actors. Patrick Swayze, C. Thomas Howe, Leah Thompson, Charlie Sheen, uh, Jennifer Grey, uh, and then some people you don't know. But th these were powerhouse actors, and this is before some of them lost their minds. So it was a very good movie. Um, I don't know. you have any more thoughts before we wrap this up? Uh, I mean... Like I said, other than the fact they disbanded NATO, and yeah, that still gets me. Do you uh, do you remember the movie? Um, here I am. You're like I watch all kinds of movies, and I've mentioned like two or three. And you're like, wait a second, what's going on here? You hit some movies like I've watched hundreds and hundreds. I didn't have cable growing up. We had movies. That's what we did when Netflix came out. I filled up my queue up. The complete fool and watched every one of them. And you have come up with some obscure movies I've never heard of. And <laughs> I, I'm impressed. Uh, do you remember the movie uh, Summer School? 
with Mark Harmon? Yeah. I'm Chainsaw. I'm Dave. We'll see you next time <laughs> at the movies. <laughs> All right. Guys, I hope y'all enjoyed this. We're going to be doing more of these. Uh, we're going to do some more movies. And I promise you, all of them will not be 20-some-odd years old. All right. And as always, go USA. All right, guys, I hope you enjoyed the show, wherever you're listening to this show. Uh, if you're listening to the Chris Allen Show, awesome. If you're listening to the Jason e. Jones Show, even better. Um, we look forward to bringing you more contact. And if you want to help us out with that, you can hit us up at www.patreon.com slash worst jokes and help fund the show. Uh, if you want to reach out to us, you can reach out to us at, at cman234 at twitter. At twitter. Twitter at CMN234 at Twitter. Um, you can find uh, on Facebook the Chris Allen podcast. You can find uh, Jason on Facebook, um, the Jason E. Jones podcast. Um, you can also find him on Twitter too. Just search for the Jason E. Jones podcast and you'll find him. We're all there. We're all here for you. If you want to reach out to us, you can reach out to an email at uh, asktheangryninja at gmail.com. Um, you want to be on the show? Reach out. Hit us up. We'll get you on the show. Interview. You want to come tell a joke? Tell a joke. We're all here. If you have an outrageous story, I'd love to hear it. We'll put that up, too. So just let us know. And if you have anything you want to hear, let us know. Twitter is the best way. Just to let you know. So everybody have a wonderful, wonderful day. Talk to you later. Bye. Message and data rates may apply. Guys, got hair loss? I know what you're thinking. Should I shave my head, comb it over, wear a hat? Just stop. This is in 1970. Keep your hair and your confidence because Bosley, America's number one hair restoration experts, can give you your real hair back permanently. Check them out today because they're giving away an absolutely free information kit and a free gift card to anyone that texts SAVE to 203203. Dude, you don't have to look like your dad because this isn't your dad's hair loss treatment. People all over the country trust Bosley because they're ahead of the curve. They use the latest technology to give you your real hair back. And the best part? Bosley's permanent solution is protected by the Bosley Guarantee. Let Bosley show you for free how awesome your hair could look with an absolutely free information kit and a gift card for $250 off. Text SAVE to 203203. That's S-A-V-E to 203203. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.